Hi everybody, thanks for tuning in to our last of our Dyslexia Month Awareness podcast. We're so delighted that this month has gone amazingly well from guest speaker series to workshops in universities to workplace seminars. So we're so, so honoured um, to be invited and to have spoken in front of so many people and hopefully today's little bit of an overview will give some listeners um, some insights. So today's in keeping with our final week of Dyslexia Awareness Month, which is about workplace practices. And we did a session last week with an organisation in the UK about practices through employees and employers that can help instill better day-to-day logistics. How do we manage time? How do we help a person disclose and not disclose? And figuring out where people are comfortable with their own learning differences. So I suppose to any employers and any employees, the the first step along the path is discovering what the area of difficulty is and how it translates into the workplace. So we may have dyslexia or dysgraphia or, you know, borderline learning differences as well, either diagnosed or undiagnosed. But they will illustrate in each person in a very, very different way. So it's important to have that awareness and have that insight as an employee to be like, okay, this is my day-to-day job. Generally speaking, this might take other people X amount of time to do. It's taking me Y amount of time to do. Why is that taking me so much longer or it's making me so much more challenged or I have to bring more home with me? So outlining a list of tasks that you do on a daily basis, taking off whichever one's are grand and taking off whichever ones then are maybe a little bit more tasking. From there then it's creating more of that conversation and communicative dialogue with a manager or with somebody within the team who you will trust as an employee to disclose any element of learning differences and figuring out a suitable resolution. So if there are software things that can be implemented if there are typing practices, if there are note-taking services, if there are even note-taking pieces of software, there's a wide range of so many fabulous and useful techniques and packages that have come out in recent years and even in the last decade that can be very useful for workplaces. Many of them have already been implemented and mainly just the employees don't know about it. So figuring out, I suppose, where you're comfortable with and what you're willing to disclose and what help you need help with will be really helpful along the way. For any employers, then it's about, I suppose, trying to create that open dialogue communication that you know we're here to understand and figure this out as a bit of a joint unit. Yes, it might be a little bit of a learning curve about what language to use, what to say, what not to say, and how to help and facilitate that. Now, we do a range of workplace practices and workplace trainings, um, and even just some workshops for employers to help them with what do we do if an employee comes to me? What should we do as next steps along the journey if they're having day-to-day logistics? and problems, what should we do next? So all those, let's say, top tips and day-to-day things, if you're interested or know of um, an organization that wants some help, please feel free to, to link in with us. In terms of managing it, it would generally be as to figure out where you're comfortable as a manager with an element of conversation, doing further research, looking into things, how do we manage this and how best do I help this person and get the most out of them and achieve their most potential. 
there is a little bit of a step toolkit guide that we can share with any of our listeners that are interested to help with any of those steps, either as an employee or as an employer. But there's many, many online resources as well, also on our website, www.blossomforlife.com. Hopefully you'll find some very valuable and useful tips and suggestions.